0: Obviously, Penny and Kim and David, wonderful, have great guys that we work with. I have a preschooler in elementary school and two in middle school, so both of them, I have a personal stake in uh, their ministries, and I can, I everything that they said, I say amen to. I think, I tell Penny all the time, I think she's the best that I know uh, at what she does. David's come in, done a wonderful job of not just with our kids and really stepping into a... a Kind of a tender situation for us as a church, um, but also with our staff. He's done a great job of integrating uh, with our staff, and then Kim does everything that's not children or student related and does it really well, and uh, she's fantastic as well. So I'm thankful for the staff. Uh, I don't have any numbers uh, if we've grown or not grown or any of those things. I'm not positive about any of that. I don't know how many people are in small groups. Or how many people are going on mission trips? I know I know we have money in the bank we 're not in debt, so I do know that just because if we were, we would have to make some changes but uh, other i don 't have any facts and figures tonight. What I was thinking about well, what are the things when i 'm thanking God, what do I thank Him for, and what have I seen uh, over this year uh, and these are a little squishy, but I, I feel like they 're important. One thing for me that 's been uh, very encouraging is I feel like as a as a body we have an increased uh, attent- attentiveness to the person and the work of the Holy Spirit uh corporately and I've looked at that in several ways uh, back when we went through 1 Corinthians you know we we talked about spiritual gifts we had Ashley pray in tongues on the microphone and nobody left the church and you know, it was it was good. That was kind of an it was a broadening experience for us as a church. This summer, we did this six-week series called "Led" on Being Led by the Spirit. I think it was the best one that we've done. Uh, there's been some good, uh, fee- I've gotten some good feedback from that. I feel like our response at the end of the services has gotten better. More people are more willing to come forward for prayer, um, worship, particularly over the last six weeks, about, I think it was six or seven weeks ago, I said something I felt like Kind of push pushing a rock up a hill, and the last six weeks in worship, I feel like uh, we we're connecting uh, at a deeper level. Um, I don't like singling out people; it can hurt people's feelings, so I'm not singling out. So I'm just going to single out one guy, and he's not here. And it's Bo, and the reason he's not here is he's actually preparing worship for the rest of the month. Uh, they say that you can't lead some place where you haven't gone, and I've noticed in Bo just the depth, just I tell him all the time. he's the most spiritual person I know. And I, that's not facetious at all. There's His personal depth has created a capacity for us corporately, I think, to go deeper than we've been able to in a long, long time. And I want y'all to know from me how much I value him. He's got a full-time job and a full-time family, and I have to beg him to not come in on a Sunday. I'm afraid you're going to burn out. Oh, I love this. I'm never going to... Have we, me and Les are all the time saying, please take time off. But he loves leading worship. He's obviously gifted and anointed and all that. But what I've seen from him, particularly over the last year, is a personal commitment to really drill, drill down deep with the Lord. And I think we're all beginning to benefit from that. So again, it's not all about him by any means. But uh, when you see him, just make sure that you appreciate him and what he's doing for all of us. So, that, to me is number one this year has been this increased attentiveness to what the Spirit is doing in us uh, and among us. We have three anchors I talk about all the time, being conformed to the image of Jesus, uh, doing our deals and finding your Marietta and we're actually going to add a fourth one of uh, being led by the Spirit. I feel like that's a piece that we need to add, and we're going to be doing some things next year that kind of help us grab onto what does that look like practically and how do we walk. Uh, that out in our everyday lives. Another thing for me, I meet with people all the time. I've met with many of you over the course of the last year, and one of the things that's encouraging for me is the nature of what I'm talking to people about. Um, I I don't know the exact heading. I, I guess I would say I feel like people are taking a greater level of responsibility for their heart. I'm talking to folks about things like their identity and who am I in Christ and calling. I'm talking to a lot of people in the last month about career, and am I in the right, is this the right fit for me, and is this the right field, and, and the decisions aren't just based on what's best for my bank account, or where am I most comfortable, it's what's, how does God want to use me professionally, and am I in the right setting, those things to me are all very encouraging, but it's, it's breaking down the walls between kind of church life and the rest of our life, and recognizing that Jesus is the Lord of all of those things, and we're integrated people and he has something to say about every aspect of our life. And so, I, again, I'm not sure what heading to put on that. For me, it's just this recognition that we're having, I think, on a personal and individual level. I'm responsible for all of my heart and my heart extent. God's interested in more than just Sunday or even more than just kind of my my Christian walk in a spiritual sense. He's interested in what's going on in every aspect of my life. That's been very encouraging for me. Um, Broadening of leadership, this has been the most helpful thing for me. Uh, For the past couple of years, we've had a three-man leadership team, Uh, Brandon, Peter Tompkins, and Al Otto, and we just felt like that's not enough. And so this year, we actually split our leadership team, our elders, into two groups. We have administrative elders, and we have four of them now, Scott, Matt, Brandon, and then Peter, who's out of town our administrative elders, and they help me with all of the organizational decisions. And then one of the things I've been super excited about, probably the biggest thing for me personally this year, is we have 14 ministry elders. Where, raise your hand, Les, Tom, Tyler. These guys are all, and there's several who aren't here, are, are taking four major areas of the church, mission, small groups, family, and pastoral care, and they're they're pastoring leaders in those areas, and it's been huge for me because I can't, I can't do all that, and it's great for us because it multiplies ministry, and it's, it's better for everybody that I don't become some type of a bottleneck when it comes to ministry, and so for me personally, that's the thing I'm the most thankful for is this broadening of leadership. I, these four guys who help with the organizational decisions I trust implicitly. We make our decisions together. You can. I'm saying I think you can feel confident in the decisions that are being made with the money that you give, with the space that we have, with the staff that we have, with all of those types of things. Those guys are rock solid. And it's not a business meeting. We pray, we listen to the Lord, we try to come to some common ground on what God is saying to us, and then we move forward. And those ministry guys, they've only been going for probably six months, and we're we're starting to get traction with what they're doing, and I think it's just going to pay off more and more in the future. But their willingness to say, "Hey, I want to, I want to pastor, I want to invest my lives in people, I want to give myself to these areas," I think it's going to strengthen each of those areas of ministry. For me, also, I think uh, one of my biggest struggles through the summer was, "What are we, what are we doing?" You know, we have, we're growing, and I feel like all we, all I do is try to figure out, "Well, what am I going to do with these?" With this growth, and how are we going to manage it, and what space do we need, and all of those kinds of things, and I felt like we've always drawn with a pencil, and I felt like this summer God finally kind of drew with a pen for me, and and I'm also thankful for this just in terms of the clarity of saying, listen, we're gonna we're gonna be here, we don't we're not looking around for other space anymore, and whatever that means for us, we're gonna be here on this corner. Our lease is up in May, and I'm good to sign a ten year lease. I'm fine with that. We feel like this is where God is saying we need to be, and we don't need to waste a lot of energy looking around. Um, my hope is that we can expand the sanctuary a bit, and we maybe can pick up another storefront or so uh, in the next six months, but I don't know that that's the case. There's nothing available right now, but that's my hope. And if that, if that happens, it'll be wonderful for us. But even if it doesn't, I feel like God's saying, here, this is this is where you need to be, The church, it doesn't, it's not going to, we're not going to have thousands. We're going to have hundreds, and we need to focus on becoming fruitful as a church versus just growing as a church, and I think that kind of bleeds into next year for me. There's three things I think I need to focus on that will obviously impact the direction for all of us, and one of them is shifting from saying we're growing to we're producing fruit, and those to me are not the same things, and uh, I think it requires a different emphasis from me and from our leadership, and it's going to require something different from y'all as well. Uh, I think I'm good at supporting people. If you come to me and you have an idea, I feel like I'm a pretty good champion of that, and I will help you, and we'll help you get there. I'm not great at saying, you two need to do this. Those of you who know Tom Tanner, he's, that, he's excellent at that. Many of you, he's looked you in the eye and said, hey, you need to go lead this, and it's it, it can be intimidating, but it really pushes you forward in some significant ways, and I'm not good at that, and it's an area where I'm trying to grow. And I feel like as a church, that's what the next thing is for us. It's saying to Dave and Liz, it's time, y'all need to lead a small group, and me asking you to do that. And so I'm I'm hopeful over the next year that that will be an area for us of, of bearing fruit, and I think a lot of that is uh, beginning to call that out of one another, and we'll see exactly what that looks like. Another thing for me is an emphasis on church planting. Um, we obviously are a church plant. We wouldn't be here if Tom and Riverstone didn't value church planting. It's, it's time for us, I think, to begin to do the same. Uh, so my hope is that we'll take the lead on a church plant next year. What that means is that the church planter would come from Stonebridge, and most likely if the ch- church planter comes from Stonebridge, the core families would as well. We're not I don't. We don't have 50 people to send, but whatever that core group is, I would love for us in 2013 to be able to do that. Uh, I don't have a church planter in mind. Uh, we mentioned Sunday, if you're at church, if that's something that's stirring in your heart, I'd love to talk with you about that, and we can see if there's a fit and timing and all of those types of things. But that's a desire for me, for us to begin to press into that. And the other thing is, um, I don't know how to say this, kind of recognizing our role in Marietta, and a lot of this is personally for me, is recognizing what is my responsibility in this city, and obviously that's going to pull the church uh, corporately into that as well. Yesterday I'm, I had lunch with the pastor of First Pres, I'm having lunch with the pastor of First Baptist on Thursday, I had someone in my small group on Sunday kind of manipulate me into um, committing to... Getting together with the pastor at First Methodist before the end of the year. So, um, and so, I don't mean that. Uh, that and it's not being recorded, so we're okay. So, for me, all of those things, I I don't like doing any of that. That's why I, if I had liked it, I'd have done it already. I don't like doing any of those things. I don't. I don't like meeting new people. I don't like making small talk. I don't. I don't like trying to do all of the connections and all of that. But I, I I really do think, I was telling the ministry elders on Sunday, um, I, I don't say this with any arrogance, I feel like God wants to do something in our city with the churches, and I feel like our job as a church is to be the initiator or the instigator of that. And I do think we'll fade to the background, and those other churches will wind up being much more in the forefront down the road. But I think at the beginning, I, I do think that's our role, uh, is to help kind of kick-start And I don't even know what that is, and none of that is in my sweet spot. Uh, But I feel like that's what God is kind of saying. This is this is what's next for us as a church, and so I'm telling you that now, so now you can hold me accountable to that as well. And I don't know what that will mean for us programmatically or any of those types of things. uh, But I would anticipate, uh, hopefully, in the next year, there being some movement with the downtown body of Christ in terms of what does it look like to bless our city. So I. All of those things are a bit of a shift. Church planting, this idea of rather than, uh, it's in um, Ezra. You build the temple, and then Nehemiah, you can build the walls. And I think we've spent five years kind of building a temple, which is good and right and has to be. And it's probably time, I think, for us to start looking at building the walls. And so um, we'll see what that, again, how that plays out. I think having these ministry elders in place will be huge because it, it can free me up to do some things uh, that I didn't have time to do before um, out with meeting with other folks and doing other things. And again, I know uh, a lot of y'all are are more gifted in those areas than I am. And you probably have some great ideas um, for what we can do and how we do need to connect. And I'd be open to all of that. So overall, to me, wonderful. God is always faithful. I felt like we started the year off, again, pretty tender. Uh, and rocky in some ways, and God absolutely led us through all of that. Um, the The leadership additions for me personally have been wonderful, and I'm, I'm trusting they're going to bear fruit for our congregation. And again, the most, the biggest thing for me is the corporate uh, awareness and attentiveness to the Holy Spirit uh, alive and active among us. I think that's that's huge, and uh, that's going that's part of this whole idea of building the temple. Um, what we're su- we only have five minutes. What we're supposed to do is look at this calendar, and Penny was going to walk you through, and we're we're not going to do that because I want to cut y'all loose uh, when we're supposed to. So w- I'm going to pray before I do. There are calendars on your table, and that's that's what we do in December. We know y'all are super busy. We don't expect you to do all of that. Just we want you to know what Stonebridge is doing in terms of worship in terms of giving, in terms of serving, in terms of connecting for the month of December. Most of you, again, are super busy, and we don't want to kind of just keep adding and adding and adding. And so this way you can look at that. You can see if there's anything that you want to get on board with, and you can do that. There's some great service opportunities with that loop group parade. That's a, that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, you can see we're doing a Christmas Eve offering some of that we support 4 long-term missionaries who consider Stonebridge their home church. We'll give some of the money to them. Some of the money we, we keep here for this thing called the Doing Your Deal Fund. Uh, we give grants to people who are um, trying to walk out their calling, and you'll hear from some of the people we gave grants to last year over the course of um, the month of December. You'll see we are doing a one Christmas Eve service. It's at the Conference Center if you were with us last year. We're going to do that again, try to control the chaos a bit more, but we'll be up there. We're actually going to do a Christmas Day service again. Uh, we, we did it last year because Christmas was on a Sunday. We liked it, so we're going to do it again at 45 minutes. It was a pretty pretty sweet time for all of us. So You'll hear more about all those things over the course um, of the month, but know that that's there. If you have questions, there's contact information for every person who is leading any of those things. Feel free to contact them. When is your cookie deal? So that's a great thing for you ladies who are looking to connect the cookie thing with Katie, cookie swap um, with Katie. That's coming up here pretty soon. Uh, You can ask her if you have any questions about that. So I'm going to pray, and then y'all are dismissed. All of this food needs to be gone, so grab what's yours. If you don't see it, it's because we stuck it under the table. And then uh, if if some of you people that don't have kids could... Uh, stay around and help us reset the chairs. That would be wonderful uh, as well. God, I do thank you for every person in this room. And honestly, sometimes I think, huh, they came back again. And so I I thank you for this body that you've uh, been uh, building over the course of the last five years. God, we thank you for these things that we can remember. And there's tons of things that you've done that we can't, and God, we just we thank you that you are, you're faithful, but you're so much more than faithful. You do more than we can ever ask or imagine. My prayer for every man and woman in this room is that uh, this next month would be um, a particularly significant Advent season for them. Uh, their hearts, our hearts would keep in step with your spirit, God, that we would have eyes to see what you're doing in the lives of the men and women around us, and we would be attentive to what you're doing in our own hearts as well, that we not get so wrapped up in um, doing Christmas that we, we, we kind of lose, um, lose sight of you in the midst of all of that. And that's an easy thing to say on November 27th and can be a difficult thing to live out through December 25th, and we're just asking for your grace for that. God, uh, we do pray, um, looking ahead to next year. There's some things that I that I think, and but those honestly may ultimately not be the things that you think, or they may be things that I have a an idea of what they're going to look like, and it's just not it's just not what you think, and it's not the way you're going to work things out. And so we hold all of those things loosely, want to press in uh, to what you have for us, and at the same time give you the freedom to be the Lord and to work. God, to work relationships between our church and the other churches in uh, downtown Marietta to uh, bring creativity for us in terms of ways of um, spreading the gospel, connecting with people, uh, seeing your kingdom come in our city. God, planting another church, how wonderful would that be? So all of these things, God, we want to we believe you. We want to walk faithfully after you, and at the same time, God, we want to Uh, give you the freedom to answer those prayers and to move in those areas in the ways that uh, you know are best. And so we submit all of that to you. God, again, blessings here on everyone who's gathered. And God, we pray that you would continue uh, to mold and shape us as a people that bring you the maximum amount of glory and that have the maximum amount of influence on those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.